0: The topics we will be covering are YouTuber and old-school RuneScape lover Meet Kevin made over $260,000 in 31 days. How does someone make money with YouTube and what are the factors? And the next stimulus package on Monday, $1,200 stimulus check, eviction, moratorium, and reduced unemployment aid and CARES to Act. So as you can see, if you're watching the video, me Kevin generated $263,865.85 in a single month. Now, there are a few factors for this, but one obvious one is the sheer amount of videos he is uploading. Like, for example, I think in the past three or four months, he's been uploading multiple videos every single day. I think maybe on average three to five videos every single day. And this month, last month, which is what this one is actually uh, about, he uploaded like crazy because the stimulus check was going crazy during that month. So this is a combined with the amount of loyal viewers he already has. Plus, he typically talks about trending monetary policies and issues like stimulus checks and unemployment, and basically anything money-related, but mainly stimulus checks. The best example of his format of content is like a political news commentary channel because he's able to upload like an insane amount, right? So this is basically where they can pump out a crazy amount of content because there's something always going on, right? Like a lot of news commentators, all they got to do is really cover a trending news article or trending news topic or a drama topic. If you're like a YouTube drama channel, for example, think of, uh, I hate to use them as an example, but drama alert, because basically you're able to just pump out content that a massive amount of people are wanting to watch without even really knowing who you are. But if you add into the factor of his loyal viewers, his loyal subscribers, then You know, it's a whole, whole big push. So I'm not going to go into detail about Meet Kevin. I think it's pretty amazing what he's done. But he does have a YouTube channel and a simple Google search will bring you to his content. So you could do more research on him if you're interested about him, how he makes money, how he started, all that kind of stuff, right? I just want to do like a brief like summary and give you things that you could really understand from it, right? Is like, what, you can, what can you learn from him sharing this actual revenue to basically anyone who collects this video? Topic one, how he got started. The main aspect to him getting started on YouTube was a video that he made about Graham Steffen. It was the video that basically pushed him into monetization status. Topic two, his upload schedule. The thing that I found very interesting was the sheer difference in upload schedule from the year before, where instead of making $260,000 per month, like in a single month, he was making barely $2,000 in a month. Back then, he was uploading infrequently, not daily, and definitely not multiple times a day like he is now. Topic three, his CPM. Now, if you don't know what CPM is, it is The basic understanding is that it's the dollar amount that a YouTuber gets paid per 1,000 views. Now his average CPM based on the video was around $15, like for the playback CPM, right? That was actually monetizable, which to me seems a little bit low for his niche, but I think because he uploaded so many different videos of varying length that it's probably factoring into this. And of course he might've covered something when like YouTube was going through that whole like time period where they were demonetizing uh, videos that talked about the whole C word pandemic situation, d- disease, all that kind of stuff, right? So, what can you learn from this? When you're starting out, make content on topics that people are actively searching for. For example, covering a trending YouTuber. To get the initial push, because I believe when he made the video about Graham Stefan, Graham Stefan was just starting to really blow up, right? Because you might not believe this, but there was a time where Graham Stefan was making, well, getting about 10 to maybe 30,000 views per video. And then there was like this specific time frame where out of nowhere he started to get like, 80,000, 100,000, 200,000, 200,000, 300,000, and so much more now on each video. And and I believe me, Kevin, basically made that video about Graham Stefan right around that time frame where he started to blow up. So when you start to make money in our uploading content, stick to an upload schedule to be consistent. Then once you get loyal subscribers and viewers, start uploading multiple videos that people are searching for to further boost your videos. But make sure the content is a high CPM niche, which is beauty, personal finance, and tech. Some can be also health, but that can be kind of like iffy for some channels. Now how to make money on YouTube. Here's like a little quick guide. Making money on YouTube is simple, but some people may not be aware of the different ways that YouTubers can monetize their channel. The main one is YouTube ad revenue, where YouTubers get paid a certain amount per 1,000 views, which we talked about earlier. Another is merchandise, due to YouTube having an easy pick and buy option under every video for many YouTubers, YouTube creators using Teespring, right? where they could just pick up like uh, easy design or pay someone on 5 or 5 bucks, put a design on there and basically brand their channel or use their channel branding on their merchandise and sell it. Now, there's also affiliate marketing, which can be done in a few ways. One where they simply promote a product and get a percentage commission and another where they get a flat rate for mentioning it, also known as basically a sponsorship. Now, some people might view that as something that's just – You know, should just be labeled sponsorship and not really an affiliate marketing, but it really depends on the company and what you kind of discuss with them and the deal that you do with them, because there are some companies that I believe where they will actually pay you a flat rate, then on top of that, a percentage commission of how many sales you bring into them, they bring out of that whole deal. Then there are courses and programs, mentorships, etc which is basically a digital product that can be sold over and over again with low-to-none overhead, but can also be the highest revenue bringers to a channel for any niche. Now, here are some ways to make money on YouTube with more detail. You could be an advertiser. As an advertiser on YouTube, you're populating your YouTube channel with video advertisements made by you. The difference between YouTube ads and, say, TV commercials is that you get to show YouTube ads to more specific and often more engaged audience segments. You'll pay YouTube to host your ads on other highly-watched YouTube channels that appeal to the same viewership you're targeting. The channels on which you host your video ads can range from big brands all the way to individual users who've made videos that are a hit with your audience. When advertising on YouTube, you should know going in that you're playing the long game. It can be scarier to pay others for top video slots that don't guarantee you'll be seen by your ideal buyer, let alone get click-throughs to your website that you can convert into long-term customers. Now, another thing that you could understand, right, is that even though studies show these ads do pay off for advertisers during their time on YouTube, another good example is you have a digital product product an online program, a course, and then you use YouTube video ads to sell that. Now, you could also sell physical products, but to me, the best way to really generate revenue, generate income online without relying on organic traffic is simply using Google Ads paying advertising so that you can show basically an ad to get a customer to buy your online program, right? So if you wanna learn how to do that, Go down below and join the Course Academy and all that kind of stuff, or learn how to make money online down below. But either way, it's, it's a lot easier, a lot more simpler than having to rely on organic. Now, also working as an affiliate of various brands can make you money, albeit usually less than a YouTube partner campaign. Each time that company makes a sale off of a link you post on one of your videos, in this case you're earning revenue from the company of which you are an affiliate rather than from YouTube and its advertisers. You can start by joining an affiliate network through sites like ClickBank or Amazon's affiliate program, which Amazon's affiliate program is the simplest and easiest affiliate program that you could join, and follow the sign-up instructions. Keep in mind that each program takes a different percentage of a sale as commission and your success is still tied to the popularity of your YouTube channel. You can fan fund your YouTube channel. Now, this is something really not for everyone, but depending on how you set up your YouTube channel, it could be very lucrative. So what exactly is fan funding? It's exactly what it sounds like. Viewers donate money to your channel if they find your content enjoyable. It's the perfect option for videos managed by charities and nonprofits, but even for-profit businesses and independent creators can publish videos and YouTube live streams, that encourage contributions from their audience. Streaming platforms such as Twitch.tv, which webcasts video games and general interest content, sees accounts that are two years or older make $80 in tips per year on average. Twitch.tv's most popular users make thousands. But obviously, YouTube and Twitch have different users, but YouTube has just as many loyal channel subscribers who would likely pay for exclusive rewards and content. On YouTube, sign up for fan funding to allow viewers of a live stream to tip through a chat window associated with the video, and then also they could just be a fan of your channel and help support it, which is an option as well. Now, this is the stimulus check stuff. The Senate returned last Monday after weeks of speculation about what could be in the next stimulus bill. We have our first concrete signs of what Senate leader Mitch McConnell KKY is calling cares 2. To set the stage, remember that the Democrats in the House of Representatives passed the Heroes Act in May. It was largely seen as too expensive, costing over 3 trillion dollars, and the bill is to be presented by Senator McConnell is expected to be around 1 trillion dollars. As a big gap they need to cross during a short window for negotiations, Early in the negotiation process, there was dissent between even the White House and the Senate Republicans over many aspects of the bill. For example, President Trump had been very supportive of a payroll tax cut and a second stimulus check. Senate Republicans concerned about the price tag of the bill have insisted that including both a payroll tax cut and a second stimulus check would be too high. But in the first week of negotiations, it appears that an argument has been reached in principle including financial assistance to schools, funding towards testing and tracing, and favoring a stimulus check over a payroll tax cut. So the proposal to be presented by eight senators. In a floor speech last week, Senator McConnell named eight of his fellow senators and explained who would be presenting each component of the bill. It's not clear if these will be separate bills or different parts of a single bill breaking up the stimulus package into multiple bills, something that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, DCA, has said she opposes. In fact, on ABC's This Week on Sunday, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows suggested that they would try to pass unemployment insurance, a retention credit, liability shield, and additional funding for schools first, and then negotiate on the rest of the bill in the weeks to come. As for tomorrow, Senator Chuck Grassley, R. IA, Chairman of the Committee on Finance, will spearhead the aspects of the proposal that deal with jobs in the economy, including the next round of stimulus checks. This will also include how the next round of federal unemployment benefits will be implemented. Senator Mark Rubio, RFL, Chairman of the Small Business Committee, and Senator Susan Collins, RME, are expected to present a sequel to the Paycheck Protection Program PPP. They previously uh, proposed the Keeping American Workers Paid and Employed Act in March, and that could give us a preview of what would be in a sequel to the PPP. Senator Lamar Alexander, R.T.N., Chairman of the Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions, along with Senator Roy Blunt, R.M.O., and Senator Richard Shelby, R.A.L., would present the funding package for schools and universities. Senator Mitt Romney, R.U.T., would include a bill that would help a future Congress evaluate bipartisan proposals for protecting and strengthening the programs that Americans count on. The bill was recently sponsored by Senator Romney and is the two seven three three Trust Act, which establishes congressional rescue committees to develop recommendations and legislation to improve critical social contract programs. That is a mouthful. Wow. Sources in the description. Master your money 40inbox.com or click the link down below in the description. And you can get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood down below. Feel free to watch more episodes. Click on the video there. Subscribe, smash the like button. Feel free to listen to this on the podcast down below as well. And we'll see you on future episodes.